Well, Becky, good to catch up with you uh, backstage at the Festive Kitchen at a phenomenally busy ABC Good Food Show winter. It's nice to see everybody back, first of all, isn't it? Yeah, I'm really excited. This is actually my first ever BBC Good Food oh, Show, yeah. so I've never been before. Um, first time, and I'm doing some cooking. <laughs> that can't be bad, is it? Come no. to show first time <laughs> and, and in the spotlight. Now, let's talk about gluten-free and people who need to cook and eat and consider all the aspects of, of uh, living gluten-free, particularly at one of those self-indulgent times coming up Christmas. Yeah, I think it's it's such a shame that people sort of are told that they have to be gluten-free and then suddenly they feel like they can't have so many things. And there are lots of things that you suddenly have to avoid, but you really don't. At Christmas, you, you know, you shouldn't have to miss out on stuff just because you can't eat certain things um, and that's kind of what I try and do with all my recipes and stuff I try to recreate the things that we think that we can't eat being gluten free but we actually can and it's not that difficult either mm. you say it's not that difficult it's not that difficult if you've got the knowledge that you have <laughs> and all of the practice that, that you've done but it, it can be quite daunting for people can't it when all of a sudden they're told that they have to consider a gluten free diet and then panic sets in yeah I think it, it does feel scary but the thing is that there is lots of options out there in the supermarkets these days there's so many different sort of ideas and recipes out there um, and honestly I'm I'm not I've never had training I'm just a cook that is cooked at home and the reason I started cooking was because I'm gluten-free so for me if I can do all these recipes everyone else can as well all the stuff is in the supermarket simple flour blends you sort of get really scared by it all but it's it's, it's not scary at all and Christmas can be just as easy as you know it was before in the fabulous show guide you have gluten-free stolen bites yeah. which I, I could eat many many <laughs> of those with a large cup of coffee and those are the sort of little indulgent treats for people that can make a difference when you have to be careful about what you eat yeah I think so I think you know if you're sitting there around the fire at Christmas and like everyone else is having a mince pie or a stolen bite or something and there's nothing for the gluten-free person it just feels a bit depressing and Christmas is all about the food like we can't get away from that Christmas is about the food so that's why recipes like that I find are really really important they don't take very long to do um, and one of the most important things for me is that my recipes aren't just for gluten-free people you would not be able to tell the difference ah that was going to be my question <laughs> if you did a taste test would you be able to tell the difference honestly you wouldn't like for me I'm the only one within my family who's gluten-free um, and within my friendship group and stuff but everything I make is is gluten-free and initially like when I started making stuff gluten-free and you know like my brother first off he found out that it was gluten-free it was like oh no don't want that but then I started to like hide it and pretend I was like oh no this is I didn't tell him that it was gluten-free and he ate it fine and thought it was delicious so it shows that people have this sort of misconception and sort of are a bit scared that it's gluten-free when actually it tastes exactly the same and I guess things are changing because if you're hosting Christmas lunch for example and then you get the whisper in the ear oh by the way Becky's coming she's gluten free it's easier now to cater if you like is that the right way but it sounds like slightly patronising but <laughs> cater for people who, who need to eat gluten free whilst in, you know including the, the rest of the guests yeah definitely I mean I think like at Christmas there's a lot of things that could have gluten in on the Christmas dinner table so you've got your gravy Yorkshire puddings all these sort of things are things that I hadn't thought about gravy yeah gravy that, that's the thing that people don't realize that gluten isn't just your bread your pasta your cakes it's hidden in a lot of things so that's where gluten-free people have to be careful and if you're catering for gluten-free people you really need to think about every single thing on the table sorry I've just had that, that <laughs> penny drop moment so is it 
the flour that you use to thicken the gravy that's the issue in the gravy? Pretty much. So a lot of sauces, condiments, stuff like that. There's loads of things that for people who aren't gluten-free, you just walk around the supermarket and assume, oh, it's, that doesn't contain gluten. But it does, like loads of things. So pretty much all gravies do, they either contain flour or there's like barley malt extract. There's lots of things within stuff that I've got gluten in. So, so top three tips for this Christmas for if you're hosting somebody who's gluten-free, what should your menu planning include? Ooh, I think you need to be checking out my gluten-free Yorkshire pudding recipe. That is absolutely, like, it's one of my most popular recipes and it, it can't go wrong. You just use basic, regular corn flour, so you're not even using an expensive ingredient. Um, I think one thing that's really important is that if you're hosting other people who are gluten-free, make sure that you um, keep loads of all the packaging of all the products that you're cooking at Christmas so that people can check the ingredients because, you know, you don't know what's sort of hidden and stuff and I think it just makes people feel a bit more at ease um, and yeah just make lots of recipes and don't don't think that people can't have anything um, oh and one final thing actually um, make sure that gluten-free food and gluten food is kept separate so if you've got something that you know you've got like a bowl of something use separate spoons for gluten-free and non-gluten-free food because if something's been put into a gluten-full bowl and then put into a gluten-free bowl, yeah. then you've kind of cross-contaminated it and that gluten-free food is no longer gluten-free. So there's a lot more to think about than just literally the food. There's there's all the sort of behinds, so. That's very, very good tips. And it doesn't have to be complicated or frightening, doesn't it? Once you've got into that mindset, as you've simply explained there, yeah. it becomes a whole lot easier and a whole lot more stress-free. Yeah, I think, I think it's just important to go through it all beforehand. Don't sort of get to Christmas Day and suddenly think, oh my God, there's someone here who's gluten-free and I haven't really thought about it because then anything's stressful if you do it at the last minute. So make sure you almost just write a little checklist of sort of things that you need to remember. Think about it ahead of time. I think one of the most important things with gluten-free is to plan and do a lot of research. And once you've done that, you can't always be... I think one of the negative things about being gluten-free is you can't always be so spontaneous. But... If you re research, if you plan, you can still just have a great time. Absolutely brilliant. The gravy thing is still going round in my head. <laughs> Every day is a learning day. Becky, many thanks. Enjoy your first time here on the Festive Kitchen Stage at BBC Good Food Show Winter. Thank you.